0: Welcome back, everybody, to Brown Bag Bets, powered by BetsBirds. We are your daily dose of quick hit handicapping and sports betting picks. I'm Alex Christensen, and as is Tuesday's tradition, Andy goes over to talk about bets, golf over at the BetsBirds Golf Show, which is important, folks. Golf starts tomorrow, so get everything early. So, of course, we bring in my buddy, Matthew Rooney. How's it going, Matt? How are things in Chicago? I see the beard Thanks. is starting to fill in. Beer's coming back a little bit. See, it's just it, it just takes a couple
1: days. Uh it's nice and sunny here in Chicago. A little cold outside, but we got some sun out, so that's nice. Usually it's gray this time of year. Um, you mentioned the, the Bettsburts golf crew, and that's where Andy is. We got to give them another round of applause because Ron hit on a, a twenty-five thousand uh, dollar DFS winner. So he's he's the big winner of the week. Um, but yeah, that that's what we do here at Bettsburts Golf. We get 45 to 1 winners. We finish first in DFS contests. If you're not following the Bettsburgs, if you're not subscribing to bets golf checking that out for every tournament you're losing money you just are
0: you really are i mean a lot going on what were you watching last night i'm sure you had your eyes on hockey did You see your chicago bulls i should have bet them i didn't bet them they took care of business and that was a nice distraction from um having both of my unders go way over
1: i did i had the bulls on and it was nice to see you know they had that slow start maybe some tired legs for not you know or maybe not tired legs um whatever they it's rusty legs. That's the word I'm looking for. They hadn't played since Thursday and even before that they had a bunch of time off. So just one game in the last seven days, but they started out slow and they actually figured out a way to, you know, bounce back, play well defensively. And then they started hitting some shots. Um, they're still not a great team, but like they're starting to show signs of being the team that you and I like the the team total over. And I don't think that's necessarily dead yet. I think they they have a pretty easy schedule coming up here. The, Atlanta was a was the toughest game of this four game stretch and now they got the Pacers without Halliburton coming up, they got the Hornets, they got the Magic. Like that's a that's a very winnable 4 and 0 week for them that if they can do that get, get themselves back in a 500, get themselves back in the top 8, I think that's a very good week for my Bulls. Our Bulls, you have a bet on them? I'll, I'll give you credit.
0: Yeah I, yeah, I take some ownership of the Bulls. It's nice to yeah. see them 6 and 3 in their last 9 games. That's a lot of fun. So but there's more important things. We got the Super Bowl coming Fair up, on. and it's in a couple of weeks. And but we thought we'd take a look at Super Bowl MVP odds because this is a, a more interesting way and probably better way to bet on some of these teams to win the Super Bowl. If you look at odds, again, everyone's kind of right around plus two fifty to plus three hundred, depending on where you look. Which pretty much has it even all the way through so uh, as you start to look at some of these names I mean Jalen Hurts there is at the top um you know I'm looking at Eagles to win the Super Bowl plus 260 him to be the Super Bowl MVP plus 290 uh you know we've seen time and time again the quarterbacks tend to do pretty well but what do you think of this list again we see all the quarterbacks here at the top I mean McCaffrey 17 to 1 he could be a two touchdown guy Jamar Chase something like that anything stick out to you?
1: You know, I'm looking mostly at 49ers, not necessarily because I think they're going to win the Super Bowl, but more so because I think that's kind of where the value lies. Um, for if the Chiefs, if the Bengals, if the Eagles win the Super Bowl, it's going to take like a three touchdown performance from Travis Kelsey and like two interceptions from Patrick Mahomes for Mahomes not to win that. Same thing with Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow or T. Higgins and Joe Burrow or A.J. Brown, Devontae Smith. As good as they've been, those quarterbacks are going to have to, you know, throw for three touchdowns or two touchdowns to that player and also throw two more picks and not look very good in the process to not win that Super Bowl MVP. Nick Bosa is the one that jumps out to me. Um, At 49 to one, if you like the 49ers as good as, I mean, as solid as Brock Purdy's been, I'm not sure you're going to see him put up the numbers in a Super Bowl against one of those teams to be Super Bowl MVP with how the Niners run that offense. And If the Niners are to beat the Chiefs or the Bengals, it's likely because their defense showed out. They got to the quarterback quite a bit. And Nick Bosa does that as well as anybody else on that defense. And, I mean, we've seen it before in the past with Von Miller, you know, however many, six, seven, whatever years ago for the Broncos in a game where, you know, the quarterback didn't do all that much. The defense was the star. If you pick up two sacks and a forced fumble and you're, the driving catalyst for your team to win, you're not the like that. That's for me the the recipe for a non-quarterback to win, and I think that's the best value. Maybe, maybe a Travis Kelsey, but like again, I, I still think if it's anything short of two interceptions, Mahomes is still probably winning that MVP. Even if Kelsey does go off for you know seven one forty and three touchdowns, still probably goes to Mahomes.
0: Yeah, I, I I try to think of more of the two touchdown guys. I think there's probably a better chance for that now. Like you said, I mean, Mahomes could still throw for five touchdowns. Even if three mm. of them were to Kelsey, it's going to be a tough decision. But all those guys that are kind of stacked up there, Chase at 24, Kelsey at 28, Debo at 28, and A.J. Brown. Debo's the one five. I like too, yeah. Yeah, AJ Brown too. All four of those guys, I think, will get a little sprinkle. The chats here dropping some uh, people here longer down. Kudos to uh, Kevin here. Eighty to one. On. And, and to one and sixty to one on Bosa. Jeez, that's some. That's good stuff. Bravo, Jason throws out, throws out. Oh, I like Robbie Gould as a Penn State guy. The Robbie Gould having never missed a, a playoff uh, field goal really gets to me. That's fun. Bears fans, Pugh, fans still that. kind of take Miles ownership Sanders, of Robbie Gould. he
1: he'll, he'll always be he'll always be a bear. We still love him. We still root for him.
0: You got, like eliminated the Cook in there, Miles year. Sanders, 200-1. I think Andy Betts and Pacheco um one fifty one. So, yeah. Try to look further down the board. Think of who might get two touchdowns to go from there. I'm I trying to think when the last time a defensive player was Super Bowl MVP. I think Von it Miller. Buccaneers. Von Miller. Oh, duh. I forgot about Von yeah. Miller.
1: With, uh, with the Panthers. Against the Panthers. I mean, it's okay, it, I it's doable. That. It can be done. I mean, you have to, you need two to three sacks and probably a, a forced fumble or a fumble recovery, whatever, in there. But, like, if your offense is unspectacular and then you know you're wreaking havoc on patrick mahomes or joe burrow that's it's it's gonna give you a shot
0: i like it some fun numbers there good job by the chat some really nice grabs in there and uh, I guess we'll transition to the NBA, or as I mentioned, at least they weren't close. Uh, gave out two unders yesterday. Um, the San Antonio Spurs and Trailblazers scored a combined 270 points, Matt, and that was not the most points scored. Um, the Bucks dropped 150. The Pistons scored yeah, 130. I heard, I heard that score. That's that's a lot of points. <laughs>
1: <laughs> sometimes um, it's yeah, it's sometimes some losing a bet. Like, it's just better to lose it like that than it is to lose it at the buzzard. Like, all right, you know, at halftime, I can just turn this one off. It's over. It's fine.
0: Yeah, I mean, going back through this morning and looking at the box score, you know, at first I expected to see some big um, shooting percentage numbers. I mean, the Bucks did shoot 56 on the floor, 44 from the field. But the Pistons shot 40 free throws last night. That's
1: That seems like a lot. P- the Pistons, I was looking up some numbers before the Paris game. Um, I didn't realize like the Pistons get to the free throw line more than any team in basketball. Or they're they're one of, if they're not one, they're in like the top three. I did not real I would not have expected that without having you know a Giannis or a LeBron or someone like that on your team that they're getting to the free throw line that often.
0: Uh, they attack the basket a lot. It's kind of the um. A symptom, if you will, or an answer to the fact that they don't really have much shooting on the team. So instead of trying Mm -hmm. to stretch it out and have guys that can't shoot, shoot, they just keep attacking. So, yeah, it was an interesting night. And if at first you don't succeed, Matt, we'll try again. And I'm going to go back to bat here with another under. There are seven games tonight, like you said, your Chicago Bulls on a back-to-back here in Indiana. No Tyrese Halliburton should be comfortable for the Bulls. But it's always tough to play back-to-back after a tough game like they had last night. The Boston Celtics underdogs against Miami. That tells me somebody on Boston's going to be sitting out tonight. That's a very strange line. So um, wait and see who's actually going to play for them. Cavaliers short favorites in New York, kind of like the Cavs, but was closer to my number than, you know, I kind of needed for an edge. The Nuggets are only one-point favorites in New Orleans. That tells me Jokic is probably out. It's the first end of a back-to-back there. So um, we'll probably pass on that. Um, Wizards, Mavericks. No, Christophe Porzingis. hard to back the Wizards, but it's Wizards are past. And then the Battle of LA. If LeBron plays, I'll, I'll probably go ahead and grab myself um, some Lakers if LeBron is in. But for now, Hornet Suns under 227. The Hornets continue to be without LaMelo Ball. The Suns um, are going to be without Devin Booker again. And it looks like DeAndre Ayton is out tonight. and, really that leads to a very slow pace it's going to be a chris paul game he generally likes to slow things down he stays in control of the game helps him keep his legs a little bit fresher and really just no offensive firepower kind of for either of these teams. I mean Terry Rozier for the Hornets has been solid. He'll probably try to put up some big numbers tonight. We'll see what Gordon Hayward has. He's still not 100%, but um had struggled to get this total even in the mid 20s um let alone the low 20s. I had this around 220 when I started this morning, tweaked a few things and um, talked to a couple other people, got it to about 221, maybe 222, but anything 226, even 225 or higher just looks like a nice spot for an under tonight. And again, you know, it didn't go so great last night, but um, if, if they're going to score 280 points in this game, I'd be very surprised. But I'll just take under 227. Um, Alyssa, I see that. I'm going to take a look while Matt talks about hockey and see if I could find a first field goal for uh, Bulls Pacers.
1: I like that. I should should have came prepared with the Bulls game tonight. You know, I always. I ask didn't for think those. about it.
0: That's okay. you're right. I should have. That was bad. Bad on me. So I'll try to work it's on okay. that. What are we doing in hockey? Who's playing? What's happening here? We have okay a we have these. a bigger Ooh, we have half.
1: a little bit of a bigger a little bit of a bigger slate tonight. We do have a minus two and a half. Once I see those and I see those with some good plus money, I can't resist. I've talked to Dan about these before. Uh, can't really resist that. So we're gonna go with uh, I'll start there. I should say, uh, Bruins laying two and a half against the hated rival Montreal Canadiens at plus one twenty four. Um, Montreal's playing okay. They, they've been a little bit better than we thought they'd be this year, especially with no carry Price. They're still not a great hockey team. And Boston, I, I talked about this last week, I believe. Boston's just a wagon right now. They're 37-5-4. and four. They're allowing half a goal in their last four games. They've allowed two goals over their last four games. They're outscoring opponents, I believe. It's like 14-2 to two through that stretch. They, they can't stop winning. They're the best team in the NHL right now. I have no problem laying the two and a half with them at plus plus I'm going to take that and run. And if I lose I'll whatever, I can live with that. Um, the Penguins team total over three and a half at minus one Oh two, a little bit surprised. This is as close to even money as it is. Uh, we talked they play the Panthers. I didn't fit that on the graphics. It was a little bit too, uh, too much, too many words. Uh, but the Panthers talked about with you last week, they are a much worse team defensively on the road. They've allowed 30 plus more goals on the road than they have at home this year. They're allowing, uh, I believe it's like half a goal more um, on the road than they are at home. They are on the road in Pittsburgh tonight. They did play last night in New York. Uh, I believe they lost six to two. I love taking Pittsburgh's team total over here. Pittsburgh scored four plus in three of the last four games. So we're going to ride with them uh, and and more. of not only riding with them, but also a fade of for uh, Florida's defensive play uh, on the road, especially coming off the back-to-back with some tired legs. So we're going to go Pittsburgh's team total over. Three and a half, close to even money, and then yeah, the, the Bruins. We're gonna we're gonna take the wagon minus two and a half, and plus one twenty four.
0: I like it. And looking at these first uh, field goal score props, looks like it should be one of the centers. I'm gonna take Vooch at five to one, and Miles Turner at six to one. Also, so and then, we'll see how that goes. Whoever wins the tip, hopefully they win the tip and get it back for a bucket. Although Pat Williams too, go for it. That's small forwards generally do well against both of these teams. Why not play eight to one? What the heck? Pat Williams had himself a night last night, eighteen and
1: ten. It's nice That's when he. Better. Looks like he cares because there's some games where he's just floating out there and the Bulls aren't very good. But when he like is actually being aggressive, taking shots, going for some rebounds. He's a pretty good player. Bulls are much better team with him. That's my gentle suggestion to him.
0: (laughs) So if you're listening, Patrick Williams, just try harder. That's Yeah, just a little bit harder.
1: More consistently. More consistently.
0: (laughs) Thank you. Speaking of consistency, um, another loss to Vika Azarenko last night. She continues to be much better than I expected her. I guess we'll stay away from that. But have oh, a couple matches left. Again, just a handful of tennis left. Um, we had two quarter winners last night. Um they go into semi-final, to be Rybakina Azarenko for the first spot in the finals. But two women's matches tonight. Um, the first one, Carolina Plushkova magdalenette Again, lost our parlay piece last night when Spagula went down. If you want to take Plushkova minus 170 and put it with something. Go ahead. I still think there's some value in that number. I've been trying to find something to do with it all day, but um, haven't done anything yet. Um, The other match, though, Arena Sabalenka goes up against Donna Vekic in what I think will be a really entertaining match. Uh, Both women playing some of the best tennis of their careers. I mean, Sabalenka just looks like a different person out there. And, you know, previous years, previous tournaments, we've seen her really melt down, sort of get into her own head and um, talk herself into hitting some bad shots. And what we've seen really for the last week, week and a half now is a much calmer player, someone that really gets back to, you know, kind of what they're good at and centers themselves. Um, Donna Vekic came back from an injury late last year has really been fantastic. Um, You know, pushed everybody really hard. in that San Diego tournament actually beat Sabalenka there. And as they face each other tonight, I think it's going to be a really kind of rough match here. I think the first set um, going to be very competitive as I go back and look again, head to head in tennis can be a little tricky, but we've got six matches between these two, you know, over the last four or five years, again, and kind of why they were at playing some of their best tennis. And Vekic has no problem with the power that Sabalenka keeps sending back to her. Her serve is solid. She's been able to hold against Sabalenka. I'm looking at a lot of six fours, a lot of seven fives in those sets, and um, had this closer to 10 myself. So over 9.5 plus 115 looks great. Happy to scoop that up. And then the over two and a half set price. Again, I think that as good as San has been, there's still a chance that Vekic um, takes a set here. Again, I go back and look at that match in San Diego, which, um, you know, slower courts, a little bit of a different setup there, but... Again, really competitive. Looks a lot like the past matches they played, and We'll see. Again, Saboink has been playing fantastic here, but plus 185 is a great number. I had this closer to plus 155, maybe plus 160. So give me a competitive match tonight. A first set, over 9.5, a a plus 115. Really plus anything. Looks good to me. And then over 2.5 sets, play anything 175 or better. There's some 180s and 185s out there.
1: Plus money. You know I'm in. If, I, if I see plus money tennis bets, I'm on board. <laughs>
0: It'll be good. I think you'll even be able to stay up late enough for this one. It's only going to be at nine o'clock, and that's eight o'clock for you, so you should be fine. Oh, that's what not too care? bad at all. That's not bad. Post it on the iPad or something. The Blackhawks don't start till nine. Not that I'm going to watch much of
1: them, but like that's eight eight, <laughs> 8 o'clock is nothing. That sounds like that's good. That's distract
0: yourself from the Blackhawks.
1: Exactly. I need I need that? I need them to keep losing.
0: All right. Anything else here we have to cover? Again, hop on over to Bet'sBirds Golf. Catch with those ads going on. Great job by the chat today. Anything else we got to mention? uh i got nothing fresh out all right i think we covered it all then so again thanks everybody make sure while you're in there in the comments give us a thumbs up put a comment there in the bottom literally anything you want just tab some random letters or something on your keyboard it really helps us and subscribe and do all that good stuff we'll be back tomorrow for more